Hello there. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Woo! What's up, everybody? You have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far, far away. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Justin. Joining me today, as always, is one of my co-hosts. What did we call ourselves? This, this is Josh. What did we call ourselves? Isn't oh, it the... the- the brothers, the brothers of, the, of wills. the wills yeah i had a yeah. I, I, I had a better name than that and i can't remember It'd be the beacon bros the beacon bros that's right that's right beacon bros coming We're, at you uh, live man the beacon friends there there you go beacon friends <laughs> i have to say i'm i'm impressed i uh i listened <clears throat> to the episode i wasn't on and um you know i've been kind of yammering on about how kyle needs to do a two-man you know show with Mm -hmm. you sometime and uh you know i i really expected him to talk trash about me while i was gone and he didn't and i'm (laughs) pleasantly surprised maybe he does like me after all he he showed a little self-restraint if you will you know i mean he it's like um you know it's like uh fighting your your worst enemy or your best opponent right you want them at their best you want them when they're present and there and you get that head-to-head battle. I, I think no to him shots. it just wasn't the same. Yeah, if you weren't going to be there, so I think he showed a little self-restraint in in, yeah. in doing that. So yeah, taking you shots, think? taking shots while I was while I'm not here is like uh, re-releasing a Boba Fett figure and just painting it black and saying, "Hey, it's a new figure." <laughs> From the comics. <laughs> hey, don't be knocking, uh, don't be knocking Charles Soul and uh, and no, worth a bounty good, hunter. But Hasbro, you, there's a lot of stuff you could be making, and this is what you're making. Come on. Yeah, you know, you know, I um, uh, we, we I think we talked about it. Sideshow dropped a a, a six scale version of. Oh, the was Arena it Sideshow? I thought it was Hasbro. My bad. It was both. It was I'm, both. Yeah. You're right. Oh, they both no, did? you're right. Okay. They both did. They both. Uh, Hasbro did it in the the comic book packaging like they've done with some of the other um figures like the leia oh, man maybe i'm um, gonna have to get it now the jackson it's it's in the book line like yeah. oh, you haven't seen the artwork for that oh, i like it looks, those. it looks really good but um yeah that's kind of what everybody's like well wait a minute you're just it's the same figure but with different weapons and painted black so it's really essentially the same character so like all these people are Hasbro uh, sideshow they're just repopping the same figure with a minimal uh paint variation to it and um you know and putting it out there and it's it was cool in the comic I in fact I um I did pick up Josh you'll appreciate this I did pick up this bad boy oh, nice which is the uh War of the Bounty Hunters uh sketch variant cover so it's the black and white um there were not a lot of these so i am super stoked to have this but i did also get the black sideshow uh boba fett the arena fett if you will i did i did pre-order him because um he is was a toy fair exclusive um and it sold out like the same day that it went up so it took maybe 10 hours for him to sell out so um, you know, you got a lot of people going, well, he'll be re-released and blah, blah, blah. And then other people are going, nope, that was pretty much it. So, um, 
Sideshow and Gentle Gentle Giant do that from time to time, where they're like literally, if it's an exclusive, it's it's gone, it's gone. So, you know, if um if that's the case and they re-release them, I'll eat my hat, but um or a hat, I'll find a hat because I have some hats that I like. So I'll find a hat I don't like and then I'll eat it. But um, but yeah, so yeah, Hasbro and Sideshow repaints of Boba Fett. Boba Fett's everywhere right now. Um, actually, Sideshow Boba released Fett? where. Yeah, Sideshow released a another one today. Uh, it was a it's a it's a Boba Fett with Han Solo and Carbonite. It's a quarter scale statue, and it's basically Han Solo like vertical with Boba Fett kind of leaning up against it. And um, you know it's nice, but again, here's another Boba Fett, and we have about a million characters in the Star Wars universe that we could go to, and we're just hovering in the Boba Fett area so um they did also release a grogu premium format figure set and a yoda legendary scale figure which was actually really cool because it kind of looks like yoda in clone wars he's got like that that fighting stance with the the lightsaber behind him so that was pretty dope but uh, i don't have any idea on prices of those those all dropped today if you want more info on those go to electric geek side show and you can check out basically everything that they've released during sideshow con there so um just a reminder too: any of our podcasts including the one that josh just mentioned with just kyle and i uh which we covered the fun the finale of uh obi-wan uh on that episode so um if you're interested in checking out any of those you can find us anywhere you find podcasts so you can find that episode as long as everything else we've done up to this point out there um and then you can find any one of our live streams uh, out on YouTube. So any of our past Friday night live streams with the orb crew are available on YouTube. Um, and hopefully we can get back to doing some more of those this fall because we're going to have Andor and bad match overlapping this fall. So really looking forward to that. We'll have lots to talk about on those Friday nights. Uh, that could get, could get a little crazy, could get a little out of hand. So, um, just pretty excited. Rihanna that, finally drops another album that, that live stream is going to be, <laughs> wild <laughs> it'll be like disco lights everywhere and just neon and it's gonna be a blast man we're gonna have a good time we're gonna be giving away tons of free stuff when that happens tons um we do have a little bit of news josh do you want to dive into some of the news here that we got uh going on this week sure um so joe dante the director of uh well lots of stuff and i didn't look up his imdb to list things but the director of gremlins has accused uh star wars of stealing <laughs> uh baby yoda baby yoda being like an out and out copy of gizmo from gremlins i saw that <clears throat> i saw that uh what, you know i think there's some merit i think there's a little bit of merit to that uh there are a lot of similarities between um grogu and gizmo and um in mannerisms and stuff but i will say that uh og yoda predates gremlins so suck Very it joe true. dante <laughs> to put it nicely I mean, suck it joe yeah. dante <laughs> i mean i feel like yeah there's similarities but i feel like there's a lot of similarities i <clears throat> with a lot of uh like cute and cuddly things that are made that have you know they're doing like baby things so toddler things like i feel like mm-hmm. If Baby Yoda didn't have like the ears, you know, right? 
maybe yeah. maybe he wouldn't even have noticed. You know, it's I mean, not like they like, were, um, like don't feed him after midnight. Don't feed Baby Yoda after midnight, and don't get him wet. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of this stuff during that time. I mean, if you're like Care Bears, My Little Pony, like Pound, like anything that had like themes like that and different variations, it's it's kind of along those lines. Like, yeah, I mean, he probably went, "Hey, that Yoda character is pretty cool. What I wonder what we look like if we put hair on him and made him smaller." And then you got a gremlin. So I think it's a bold accusation to say you out and outright copied my gremlin with baby Yoda when there's a precedent for another character in that species that's old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it stands to reason that you could do a younger version of it and be just fine. So yeah, that was uh, some, uh, some bold choice words uh, from Joe Dante there. Uh, what else do we got going on this week? Um, so uh, the um, author of the Knights of the Old Republic uh, game, like the story that the game is based on, and the sub- some of the subsequent novels too, and I want to say maybe he also did some, some of those Bane books. Uh, <clears throat> do you know how to pronounce this name? Drew Carpetian? 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 I love your oh, stuff. Yeah. I, if I'm mispronouncing your name, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> he did okay. a he did a, uh, a Reddit AMA l- recently, and he he noted. And I wanted to read this whole quote because I I love the way it ends. <laughs> mm-hmm. He um he basically he said that I don't want them to make a Kotor film or a Mass Effect film. Um, he wrote Mass Effect as well, and Mass Effect's actually getting made into a series on Amazon. Um, he said not if those films are just going to tell the same story as the games, branching narrative games tell stories in a different way than linear medium like film and we have so much content that you'd have to cut 80 percent of the story to fit into a film maybe it could work as a series but even then i would uh it would be problematic and then he says but if they knock on my door and drop a fat sack of cash in my front step i'll probably change my mind <laughs> uh well said well said drew yeah. <laughs> i think you're um, probably is in the same boat as most of us if we had content like that and somebody wanted to pay us a lot of money to do it. So, um, I don't know. What, I, I agree with them. I, I I totally agree with them. Like if you just straight up and up copy the comic book, like the 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 game. I mean, you can take the and people have done it. You take the video edits from the game and you just stick them together, and that's your movie. Yeah. And it it's long. It's very long. Um, I've not. I have the Mass Effect games i've not played them i think i bought them used and they've been sitting there but i've heard they're pretty good um but yeah i i I understand what he's saying like if you just straight up copy the source material and you do it that way it's kind of boring because people have already seen it the only difference is they're seeing it in live action versus you know in a video game or a comic book or a, a story so taking some initiative and in, in going off on different storytelling is good, but at the same time, you also have to be careful that you don't do what the walking dead did and write off key characters that make up the story. Like Rick, Rick leaving walking dead was, um, I, I drastically impactful to that series. In my opinion, it was, I love walking dead, but after that, it was kind of like, Oh, well, this kind of sucks. Like I liked Rick. He was the main character of the story and he's gone now. So, um, you know, at the same time, you can't take liberties with, um, maybe what happened to Glenn and then let that care. Cause that's a pivotal moment in the comic. 
of Walking Dead with Glenn, and you, you can't change that and say, "All right, well, we're going to have Glenn live now," and then you know that that alters the the arc of the comic. I think in the the broader sense, but same thing with Andrea. Andrea in the in the comic book um, was there for a long, long time, um, but she got she was killed after what the third season or so with the governor. I think so. You're speaking. Um, you got to be me. careful. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did I go off on a Walking Dead tangent? And and yeah. Josh is like, yeah, I don't read I, that that's one. That's a thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and Drew Drew uh, he wrote um, Kotor and the Old Republic games, and then he also wrote the Darth Bane trilogy and Old Republic Revan and Old Republic uh, Annihilation, which were all super yes. good books. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I, I want to see them do stuff with that era but it's like are they gonna make it all canon are they gonna you know do some soft some soft rewrites where you know it's like we got we got thrawn and thrawn is basically the same as he was in timothy zahn's old novels but obviously some of his life history has been rewritten um Mm -hmm. you know i think there's a way that they could do that with revan and bane and you know stuff from that this the older time period and I'd still be happy with it. There'd be a lot of people that weren't because they just, you know, they don't like when they change stuff, but it's like, right. you know, they changed right. a bunch of stuff um, uh, in Miss Marvel. Like her, or her origin story is different, but it's, it's good. So who cares? Yeah. Now I've, I've not read that comic series at all, but I did finish the show. I finished the series. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that series. Um, and it's, it, I, I mean, I could go on a full tangent about Miss Marvel right now. Cause I, I really did enjoy that series. Um, so good. because it's, yeah, it's different than what we have seen with a lot of other heroes before. This is, you know, obviously it's a, a young girl that's, um, you know, kind of discovering her powers, but she's got a great support group behind her, which I think is a little unusual than most heroic storylines in comics right like you get well they found their powers they lost a loved one they don't have family or whatever it may be um you know what i mean like they're usually yeah, the she, backstory she is kind of tragic tra- her, tragedy well yeah. i mean i guess her her great grandmother thing is is tragic a little yes. tragic but i mean it's not the same as you know uh uncle ben dying or right like the wayne that yeah um but it's uh yeah it was it was so good like it's not a traditional like backstory and and it was fun to see those characters so um but yeah i am not uh i haven't read the source material for that so you're you're much bigger comic guru than i am so Um, but yeah the series i've enjoyed it's great um what um what else we got we got a little bit more tv news here i believe right yeah. Uh, yeah. Skeleton crew update. <laughs> I just saw that skeleton crew was set to cost more uh than the Mandalorian's first season. Um it's <sighs> clocking in at 136 million, which I think I, like I don't know if any of these are confirmed or if they're, you know, but and the but they said estimates for the first season of Mando were 100 to 120 million. Um wow. so people are speculating that they're that you know, the reason for the cost is because they're really trying to use this series to, you know, to be something for Disney plus and for star Wars, um, you know, and they, they, uh, 
Jude Law being in it is probably contributing to some of that money, but also the the thought that the series is going to be important, you know, shelling out for a big name. Um, mm. It's not necessarily a normal Star Wars uh, casting tactic to pick big name stars to star and stuff. Usually you got people around the upswing or who, who are, uh, you know, relative, relatively unknown. Not everybody, but right. Um, and uh, I'm hearing that it's going to, it's like, you know, the cast, the main cast is kids, but it's not a kid's show. And maybe it's going to be Star Wars is like Stranger Things type vehicle, which I am all on board for that because mm-hmm. I love Stranger Things. So same. Yeah. And I, I, you know, we were there for the, I guess, kind of reveal, reveal for this yeah. in that main panel. And it was, everybody was kind of like, what is this? And I, th- I think it caught everybody off guard. So I think there's a good, um, there's a good op, op what am I going to say? There's a good opportunity there for them to do something that a lot of people maybe aren't going to expect yeah. with this series. So, um, it, it, but it could also, it could go, it could go really, really well. It could also fall flat. Um, cause I think when most, most people heard skeleton crew, they were kind of like, what is this? Like, yeah, it seems like an odd title for a star Wars, uh, show, but, um, you know, bad batch. I, it, I understand a little bit because it's essentially a bad batch of not bad batch of clones, but, um, enhanced clones that are different in our, badasses but um yeah i don't know like when i hear skeleton crew for some reason in my mind i'm thinking animated and like um resistance but it's not it's not animated it's live action um and it is younger kids so i don't know i'm i'm hopeful that the skeleton crew piece is is i mean I'm I'm hopeful. I guess I'm hopeful that what they're saying is right. That it's going to be. I mean, and maybe when they're making the Stranger Things comparison, they're not making the like light horror comparison. But like, if it was a, kind of like a spooky Star Wars show, that would be interesting. I mean, in, in skeleton, you know, skeleton being in the name of the thing kind of leads mm-hmm. you there. Um, it's uh, it reminds me of when uh, when I was a kid. They had the, I never read any of them. Um, cause it was like, it was right around the time I was getting into star Wars. So I never like picked them up, but they had those star Wars galaxy of fear books and they were literally like star Wars goosebumps. They were like the same huh. size and yeah. Nice. Um, and I don't think any, uh, I don't think those stories were even canon back then. They might, they might've been though, actually. Right. I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool if they like explore, explored like maybe, mythology of the night sisters right and they maybe go to dathomir and they're checking out dathomir and they discover things while they're there or um you know maybe explore um uh what was i gonna say maybe they explore a little bit of um wherever uh anakin and and uh ahsoka and obi-wan ended up on the mortis arc right and and explore that a little bit if they can and I don't know. It's uh but it's after Return of the Jedi. It takes place after Return of the Jedi. Um so I don't know where they're going to go with that. That'll be very very interesting. So but yeah, surprising that that budget is higher than Mando's. 
How are you feeling about where the new all the like? Are we liking you know more and more stories after? Do we want do do you want like are you looking forward more to exploring the pre Skywalker saga era or the or like post return well I guess return of the it's still in between like post return of the Jedi or mm-hmm. uh post sequel trilogy like what are, what are you most excited to explore I I want live action High Republic or animated High Republic, but that, that would be my choice, which is way before everything else. But um, I mean, if I had to pick one or the other, I kind of like where we're at with the, you know, not the sequel trilogy. Like the, you know, I like the the Clone Wars through existing trilogy or the the original trilogy stuff um but i i understand so like shadows of the sith right is is set um during that sequel trilogy time it's after return of the jedi right it's it's it's, uh yeah so it's post um it's 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 literally set like right around the time ray is left on jakku okay Okay, so so like Ray's like six. Ben is like, seems like he's like twelve or fourteen or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Luke and Laura Santec are gallivanting around, as we know that they they did. You know, mm-hmm. I I think the the hard part, and I understand like it's a good intro to it is is doing it via a novel, right? If you're going to start exploring that area, um, rather than you know, throwing TV shows or or things in there like that. I know Ochi of Bastoon has gotten a ton of, um, I don't want to say credit or character. I get character development, I guess, in the comic, uh, in the Vader comic, and people have loved that. And I'm like, okay, it's um, not a character I probably would have said I really want to hear more about. But oh, wait till you hear um, how his voice sounds on the audiobook. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking forward. Yeah, because he's in Shadow of the Sith too, right? Like, so <laughs> it's literally like they're filling in the gaps mm. of stuff that happened before the sequel trilogy, but it, but it fills in story points for Rise of Skywalker more than anything else. Okay, I'm Ochi of Bastoon. I used to kill Jedi during the Clone Wars. He literally sounds like that. Please tell me no. I mean, we haven't uh. technically heard his voice. That's true. So, but man, can I, <laughs> I, you know what? We've already started it. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. Shadow of the Sith was fine. It filled in some, <laughs> like it wasn't, I wasn't bored listening to it. Um, I enjoyed it for the most part, but, and, and I feel like it was performed well. Okay. But. There's a but people. Laura Santeca. Mm-hmm. Beaumont Kin. No, oh, boo. And, oh, so I'm listening to it on the elliptical at the gym next to Tab. And when they, they were like, Beaumont Kin, blah, blah, blah. Like early on in the book, like he was a POV character. And I was like, I literally, like, oh my God. And Tab was like, what? What's going on? Like she thought, like, I was pissed off. Um, <laughs> Laura Santeca, Beaumont Kin, and. Who else did I say? Someone else had a weird accent too. Those two and I think one other person all had 
were on-screen characters. That oh, were, it was uh, Pride. You said yeah, General Pride. Yeah, Allegiant General Pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which he's he's like high high Colonel Pride at this point. They all had accents <laughs> okay. that didn't match. Like they're on-screen characters that we've heard talk. Yes, and Laura Santeca has a German accent. Okay. Uh, Pride has sounds like Jack Nicholson. All right, and then. Beaumont, who I'm, I think the actor is like Scottish or Irish, and he has like a light accent that you can hear in mm-hmm. the movie. He has a full on Beauty and the Beast Lumiere French accent. He's like, "Look at this holocron, ha ha ha!" Like I'm like, "What <laughs> is this?" Like. Oh no! When you thought you couldn't hate Beaumont oh, more, no. oh man! Give him um, an obnoxious French accent. Well, yeah, he was. Um, was it? He wasn't Pippin. Uh, Pip. It, it was. Um, he was one of the hobbits. Yeah. In Lord sure. of the Rings, but I can't, Merryweather. Sure. I think that's. I think There's that's only one trilogy. Um. <laughs> Clerks three. It's coming out soon. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah. See, and that's the part that that's unfortunate about audiobooks. Sometimes, is if you get these characters that you've heard, um, you know, or seen on screen, and all of a sudden they sound different in the audiobooks, it does kind of change your your perspective of them, or kind of like, ah, I don't like this. Well, I'm just um, like that's like a. I expect more attention to detail. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's one thing yeah. to put a creative spin on a character that we haven't heard, and maybe they decide later, you know, oh, that's not how that person's going to sound. But like, if we've already seen them and they have lines, mm-hmm. they need to sound like those people. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, and we kind of went on this. It wasn't Mark Thompson. No, <laughs> it wasn't Mark it wasn't Thompson Jonathan or Davis, Jonathan was Davis it? either. No. Okay, okay. I was like, I didn't. I wouldn't expect it from either of those two, but. Um, in case you guys don't know, Josh and I listen to a lot of the audiobooks. <laughs> um, that is my preferred method of Star Wars book intake. So, um, actually, I was in Target and I saw the hardback of Brotherhood sitting there, and I almost picked it up. And I was like, mm, I got the audiobook. I was like, I'm good. Um, but we started because I think your, the original question that you'd asked was whether we prefer it be. You know the original, like the original tw- trilogy or the prequel trilogy, or filling in the gaps of the sequel trilogy. And for me, I'm just, I'm not. I th- looking at it objectively, I think it's much, much harder to fill in the gaps of the sequel trilogy because there were such big gaps. Um, the other two trilogies were relatively seamless from the first movie to the third movie. Right. And the only thing that you're doing in there is maybe telling some stories or figure filling in how some characters met. Um, for example, Brotherhood, uh, I'm just a quick spoiler alert. If you haven't read Brotherhood, pause here, advance like five minutes and then come back. Brotherhood, uh, Asajj Ventress is in Brotherhood. And this is where Anakin and Obi-Wan first meet Asajj Ventress. That's their first actual contact with her as Dooku's apprentice. So, you know, when we see him in Clone Wars and there's already that established relationship, this is that bridged gap between how they didn't know her in like the movies to, Hey, there's a new character in Clone Wars. They already know her. 
now we've got the story that goes with how they know her. Whereas I think if you look at the sequel trilogy, there's just some big gaps there that are going to be super, super hard uh, to fill and bridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just my take on it. I mean, others may have other opinions and that's totally okay. Yeah. They're wrong. When but, Asajj I mean, opened up you know. or showed up <laughs> and kidding. Obi-Wan didn't know who she was, I was like, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This is this hooded character and she's all like diplomatic and like just still very shady and uh, quite honestly pushing an agenda. But I, for those that haven't read Brotherhood, it's a really, really good book. Um, if you love the Obi-Anakin dynamic, um, you get that here and it's, it's great. Um, it's, it's not a confrontational dynamic by any means, but it's a really establishing, um, I think it's just strengthening that bond the two of them had to where when you see them at the end of Revenge of the Sith, it's that much more, uh, heartbreaking. So, but yeah, I won't go in too much into brotherhood cause we'll save that for another time. All I'll um, say is Anakin has no chill. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, heart on his sleeve and in the force and in in not in the force too <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he's doing something with uh somebody and um very it's padme sweet. everyone knows it's padme it's fine what get out of here don't ruin the book for him josh come on now um yeah they are they are um lovey-dovey in this book and sneaking off places and oh you know what though things. i i realized something and i can't remember if it was a piece of dialogue that made me think this or if it was just um anakin's cringy love dialogue makes sense in in attack of the clones think about it mm-hmm. he's 18 he has no experience with girls he's a monk of course he's going to say cringy, <laughs> stupid stuff. He's a monk. Yeah. Um, and they're still awkward around each other in this book, too. Yeah. It's, it's actually written kind of like that. I mean, they're comfortable with each other, and they have this kind of unwritten um, bond. I don't want to say bond, but like they don't have to like talk to under... They just understand one another, and they get along, and they do all these things, and they know each other completely and that's the weird part and the dialogue is still um awkward from anakin i think uh to her a little bit so yeah you're right you're right i don't want to go i don't want to ruin it too much because like i well, do no, have that's some just really a, good opinions that's just an book, epiphany but. i had about the movie because everyone's always like you know on anakin about or on hayden and george about how bad the dialogue was and it's like well, actually kind of makes sense that he would be <laughs> A weirdo, right. cringy weirdo, because he's doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, very true. They're not supposed to be around girls and doing uh, things. With I'm them. sure that when I was They're passing notes feelings. and stuff, that uh, like I would I would die if someone found a note that I wrote a girl when I was like 14. You know? Oh, oh yeah. I'm I probably wrote some really stupid stuff. Not gonna lie. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Star Wars. Um. Well, let's uh, let's dive into some some random topics here. If we're shooting from the hip, so did you have an opportunity to see? Yeah, I know. I need a I need a blaster sound in here, but uh, I don't. I have a I have a hello there. I can put a hello there in there. I like the um, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi thing that you did last week. The yeah, the, with the uh, and with the Anakin's, Vader in the Anakin mall, opening it, and then yeah, yep, mm hmm, um. 
yeah, if, I'm telling you people, it was a great episode. If you haven't checked that out yet, go listen. Uh, Kyle and I had, had a good time last week. So um, not that Josh and I don't have a great time every week, though. It's just the two of us. But uh, did you get a chance to check out the leaked Mando 3 trailer on YouTube? I mean, I saw it in person in, in California, brother. Very true. Yes. Uh, I know. Yeah, two words. Bo Katan. Actually, that's probably one word, but. <laughs> I, it's, it's something but um two syllables. yeah it two syllables i was surprised oh. it, it oh, came out syllables. like somebody i don't know where that came from somebody dropped it i'm really actually kind of surprised um i don't know if it's just kind of continually getting pulled down still or if there's any still floating out there um but once it came out i'm actually surprised like disney didn't just go ahead and drop something and say hey look for mando 3 coming soon like here's a teaser um because there was actually a lot in the teaser that we saw when we were in celebration uh there was a lot of new mandos there was characters returning that we uh loved from like the first two seasons there was um mandalore and obviously like the the remains of mandalore after um what is it the night of a thousand tears um just i mean there was a lot in that trailer and it happened really really quickly um but I'm surprised they didn't put anything out there to say, hey, here we go. Like, yeah, part of this got out already, but here you go. Just here's our version of it and just get ahead of it. But um, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was cool. I don't I didn't see if it was all of it because I think I started to watch it and then I had to stop and then go do something else. But um, I don't know if it was the whole trailer that we saw or not. Um, but yeah, it's out there. So if you can find it, go check it out. Um, we do have two shows, and I, I mentioned them earlier coming coming out this fall. One of them is Andor, which is going to drop August 31st, and the other one is The Bad Batch Season 2, which is coming on the heels of that by like a month. And what we got from, uh, what we got from Celebration was that Andor is going to be 12 episodes, I believe, yeah. um, in the first season, and then they've already got a Season 2, which is going to be another 12 episodes. So you got like 24 episodes that are going to be rolling out. Um, within the next two years or so. Um, but we've got 12 episodes of that. And then Bad Batch, I am assuming it's probably, what, 10 or 12 as well? I can't remember how many we had in season one. Um, but it's going to be, you know, I would assume another 10 episodes of that. So we're going to have a lot of content this fall that comes out. Um, what are your... Do you have any expectations, Josh, with the Andor series or Bad Batch uh, season two that's going to be dropping? Um, I mean, I think. Uh, I know it's a broad question. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> Here, have. Uh, let's just stick to Andor first. Let's start there, and then we'll come back to the other. Um, I have high expectations, um, but at the same time. Um, I'm not as like emotionally tied to that show as I am some of the other stuff that's coming, you know, with like we just said, the trailer was like almost all Bo-Katan for Mandalorian season three. So I'm like really excited for that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the Ahsoka show. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, this is, uh, I, if it's as gritty as they're saying, 
that they th- that they want it to be i'm pretty i i think i mean i don't know i'm now i'm just rambling and not actually saying anything but just making sounds <laughs> um you mean the indoor series being a little bit more of the shady underground yeah um covert 007 espionage well, i think it's going to be grit- grittier than that it's going to be like gorilla stuff um, yeah so and um i'm just uh Kind of like what we got in uh, Clone Wars when Saw came around. So many more question marks. Like, are the since there's so many, are the episodes gonna be real short? Like the some of the Mando episodes were so short, like twenty something minutes. Um, but you know, I'm learning that I need to just. I'm I'm trying to get back to my old ways of it's Star Wars. Don't nitpick it. Just enjoy it, <laughs> you know. And not that I, I have as many nitpicks as some people do, um, but you know, we never thought we were gonna get all of this content. Like, talk to one of us in like 2007. We were like, oh, I hope yeah. they keep putting books yeah. out. Yeah. George yeah. said he's or never comics. gonna make any more movies, you know. And now we have yep. like 15 TV shows and <laughs> you know a bunch of movies. Um, so I'm just like, what's just your, what's your in. expectation for the new star Wars show coming out? I expect it to be star Warsy. I expect to I love it. A, like even that's a fair, yeah. even the lowest. So I think we can agree that like of the star Wars TV shows, um, you know, people didn't like book of Boba Fett, uh, as much. I still loved it. Mm-hmm. I st- like I, there was things that I, that I was like, Oh, why they do that? But, you know, and even even Rise of Skywalker that I think we all didn't really like as Agreed. you know as much. Uh, we, there's still like some really awesome Star Wars moments in there, and yeah, you know, I don't know, Star Wars, man. The war was on. Uh, it was on TV. I think the other night, and I, I, I mean, anytime it comes up on TV, and I'm just like flipping through because I don't have anything else to watch, and it's there. Like, I'll leave it on, and that one was on there, and. Um, it was towards the, it was towards the end. So, um, you know, Ray was already on Exegol and, um, they had already engaged in the giant battle overhead. Um, and there, I mean, there was some good stuff in there. There's some things that I'm just like, I still don't understand this, but sure. (laughs) Um, but you're right. I, I expect to at least find something that I enjoy. And something that I love within the show, whether it's characters or blasters or whatever it may be. I mean, shoot, um, in Obi-Wan, when they were in the hangar and they're, you know, basically trapped in there and Reva shows up with, you know, a detachment of, of troopers, they set up this ginormous E-Web blaster cannon thing and i was like what is that and it looked like an e-web but it was just a cannon and they fired one shot at the door and then reloaded it and fired again and it's like so it's like an e-web but it's on on steroids and it was just it was huge so i was like that's pretty cool that's pretty dope i've not seen that um even the the um oh the um purge trooper in obi-wan like, I know a lot of people were like, well, but it doesn't look like the one that was in the game. And I'm like, 
it was still pretty freaking cool. Like it's a different helmet variation, which I'm all for. Like you get me into different clones, different helmet variations, different troops. Love that stuff. I love that stuff. So for me, I was like, dude, this purge trooper is awesome. Um, you know, I like the airborne helmet one, the clone airborne helmet purge trooper a little bit better, but it was still a cool design. So you're right. You should be able to find something you love out of any one of these coming out, whether you love the series or you don't love the series, you should be able to pick something. What, uh, what do you think about the, the new droid that came out? It was a black series. It was a Hasbro. It's their San Diego comic-con exclusive. Um, it's the it's basically Diego Luna. It's the Andor character with a new droid that we have not seen, which is called B two E M O, because he is too emo apparently. Um, but it looks like to me, it looks like a red velvet cake with some wheels, and it looks like it kind of like pops up and down, kind of like an accordion. At least from what I gather from the pictures, because there's one with it in the box and it looks like it's scrunched down. And then there's another one that's like an actual picture and he looks like he's popped up a little bit. So yeah, I'm looking at this guy emo <laughs> emo cut my wrist and black my eyes. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm, I'm interested to see what his uh, function is. Like what is, what is his actual primary function? Yeah. Cause I don't see, he doesn't have any like, not that that means anything. I'm just curious. Cause like yeah, gonk droids. Why? Right. Why are they? <laughs> they're pa- are they're they power are, droids. Yeah. I know, but why are they the shape and size that they are? Like you know, I mean, some that, some gonk droids droid it makes would power sense. your some some it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, a gonk droid would power your cell phone for pretty much the rest of your life. But a good nice thing is he gets to follow you around, so you don't have to carry him in a backpack. But honestly, I'm excited of... anytime we get new droids. New droids are sweet, so. Yeah, um, and the face sculpt on the figure doesn't look that bad. Um, I don't, I don't think it's a bad, a terrible face sculpt. I've seen way worse ones. I've seen better ones, but I don't think it's a terrible face sculpt. Which now I don't know if you caught the announcement, but now you can 3D yourself into a Star Wars figure through Hasbro for fifty nine ninety nine. Um, they opened up their well there it's not open yet but um they basically announced their 3d real figure thing where you can basically send take a picture i think you have to take multiple pictures of your head and then you upload it and then you get a picture you get your own action figure and you can pick between like what was it um i think it's an x-wing pilot mando um mando stormtrooper um, there was another one, and I can't remember what, what it was. Is there a Princess Leia one? No, I don't. There was like four of them, though. I believe. I'm pretty sure. X-wing, Mando, Stormtrooper, and one other one. But whatever it was, um, it's pretty cool. So you can take pictures, upload it, um, and then make yourself into a Star Wars figure, um. But yeah, the Black Series 2-pack of Andor and B2 Emo will be out in San Diego Comic-Con, which I believe starts this weekend, yeah? Is that right? I'm not sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it starts this weekend, so um, be on the lookout for that. I don't know how you secure one of these bad boys, but um, hopefully it shows up on Hasbro Pulse. Um, it's $55.99. 
Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I have expectations for Andor cause I do want it to be a little bit grittier, a little bit more, um, I don't want to say espionage, but yeah, like you're right. Fighting in the trenches and, um, you know, less Jedi involvement, more, um, you know, more empire versus rebels type thing. Um, if I can get some cameos in there by, um, a Hera or a chopper or somebody like that, then that's even better. Um, but I, I don't know. I I'm, I'm hoping it's good. And with 12 episodes, I'm hoping we get a ton of, of new content and new characters in this. Cause I would love to see that. Bad batch. I don't know, man. Um, I like, I liked the first season and I like where it ended. So, but I, I really don't know where we're going to go in this second season. I mean, obviously we've got, you know, uh, what's, what's her name that got the, um, the cloner, the gene, uh, not Geonosian, the, um, it's not Tonway. What is her name? Was it? No, it's the doctor. Um, she got, uh, basically kidnapped by the empire and she's with Dr. Pershing there about to make some clones, um, on Tantus. And then, um, you know, we've got, uh, I think we get a little bit older of an Omega in the next series based on the trailer that we saw, not a lot older, but a little bit more older, a little more experienced. And we've got some new paint schemes that are coming. So, but Bad Batch, I think it's one of those, that's one of those, um, you know, close your eyes and throw a dart at the dartboard because I have no idea where they're going with that. Well, I think we're going to see some more stuff that's going to tie, like, the efforts to clone the Emperor and stuff because um, mm-hmm. we, the way that that ended. And, um, I mean, I think we're just going to get more, like, uh, evading... The, like we're gonna see more young empire stuff, which I'm all for. Like I love, I love seeing this period of like the empire, um, you know, not long after they've taken over, and seeing this kind of transition from the republic to the galactic empire. Um, right. So. Right. I don't know. I yeah. mean, I like it. I I enjoyed it though. It what, was a good show. What their mission is though will be what their primary mission is. I I have no idea because. Wait, is uh, did it end with uh, one of them captured? No, well, that was the the cloner. I can't remember her, the doctor. No, but none who, of the clone, none of the clones. Are no, captured. no, no. Okay. They all got away. The only one that they left was um, what's his face? Because he's a he's kind of a punk. Crosshair. Um, crosshair. Yeah, they left him behind. That was about it. They tried to get him to go, but um. And and I, there were still open questions there though, right? Like he's, he basically was like, well, who says I didn't remove my chip? And like, they're like, well, okay, so you're just a jerk then in general, <laughs> like, or did it get damaged when he got blown up and he hit his side of his head on a ship? But I don't know. It's, um, like I said, that one's great. Cause it can kind of go anywhere. And, and, um, I'm excited to see, uh, see what happens there. We did get a little bit of a teaser trailer for that one too. But they really didn't release a lot of information on it, so I don't know. We'll see. Well, you know, we'll see. We got uh, we got a lot coming out here. Um, hopefully within the next uh, next month or two. Actually, now that we're at basically end of July, or we're getting there. Uh, just to do my 
my trademark move at least once per episode. <laughs> um, the, yeah, the fourth one, the fourth selfie series for Star Wars is um, Rebel Princess. So it's it's you know on Leia's body in the Hoth. Oh, it is. Get up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I do want to point out since we love talking about how Hasbro just doesn't get it. So for <laughs> yeah, okay. for selfie series, they have four Star Wars options. Uh, okay. four Marvel options in Black Panther, Black Widow, Spider-Man, and Iron Man. Fine. Okay. Uh, a, f- a female and male body for uh, Ghostbusters. Okay. Uh, Snake, Eye, Snake Eyes and Scarlet for G.I. Joe. And then two Power Rangers. The Pink Ranger. Okay. Kimberly. Yeah. And the Red Ranger, Jason. Okay. Come on. Everybody knows that Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger, slash the White Ranger, slash he did a bunch of other Rangers later, but I'm just talking about classic Power Rangers, is the one everybody wanted to be. He's got the coolest outfit. He's got the he's got that extra gold thing on his chest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was bad, and then he was good. He's the one that gets the girl. Like nobody wants to be Jason, or you know, yeah. you know who wants to be Jason? The people that are like, I like Superman, and I like Captain America, and Leonardo's my favorite hey, Ninja Turtle. The boy, the Boy America. Scouts, the cops. That's who likes Jason the best. Get out of here. Say, don't be knocking Captain America. I like Captain, Captain America. America. I like the most out of those people, but <laughs> the Boy Scouts. Um, yeah, I mean, um, no, I yeah, that you're right though. The the White Ranger was what who everybody wanted to be. Um, he was the one with the ponytail, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that made him like 20 times cooler than anybody else because they were like, oh, he's got a ponytail. He was evil first. He was he was Rita's like, the, when he was the Green Ranger, he was evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he becomes good and he gets the girl. He used to play his little <laughs> flute to summon his Godzilla Zord out of the dragon sword out of the water. <laughs> You're messing um, up, Hasbro. Come on. It, yeah, I... um. I think I sent you guys a funny meme that had Seinfeld and basically it was like, hey, um, you know, that's good that you're listening to criticism, but it only works if you like, <laughs> t- or what is it? you're taking criticism, but it only works if you listen to criticism. Yeah. Um, otherwise, because anybody can throw criticism out there. It's, it's whether or not you actually listen to it. Um, yeah, Riva lightsaber failed. Uh, second HasLab, pro- Star Wars HasLab project to fail. Um, and GI Joe has lab project absolutely crushing it, um, right now. And I don't know what it's at. Um, I haven't checked on it in a while, but the, if if you guys haven't seen this yet, the, the Cobra, the Cobra hiss has lab project that has, okay. It's a, it's, it's 299.99. It has 16,723 16, backers already. Its goal was 8,000. It's already doubled that. Um, this thing is cool. It's the first six-inch G.I. Joe figures that they've ever made. Um, you get this vehicle that has like different panels that you can put on it, a weapons accessory kit. It comes with three characters, three six-inch G.I. Joe action figures. There's, the, I think, a gunner. There's a tactician. And then you get a Cobra Commander. Uh, and, and these are all carded. 
These are all carded figures, uh, I think. Two of them are for sure. I think the tactician and the Cobra Commander for sure are carded. Um, and then it has like LED lights in it. And it's just unreal. This thing is everything that you would want in a Star Wars vehicle, but it's not Star Wars. Uh, so it's, it's, it's hard to look at this and go, what the heck, man? What are we doing on the Star Wars side here? You know, that we're not, we're not even making five that like and i don't i i completely agree it was a stupid choice i would not have fund i did not want to fund a reva lightsaber um for five hundred dollars that's that's asinine um but it, it got like a thousand backers and it only needed five thousand whereas you got a gi joe vehicle here for 300 that has way more stuff than anything that they put out in any of these vehicles and it's already flying off the shelf like it's already backed easily so I, yes, I just um, don't understand why they think that selling a like lightsabers. Like, what about that lightsaber was so special that it needed to be that much money? And also, like the stretch goals weren't good. Like, no. and I don't even know what stretch goals you could do for a lightsaber, but yeah, it's kind of just like None. its own thing. Yeah, it, it just it's it's frustrating because you're like, well, why was this the decision? Like, who went? Yes, this is absolutely what we should do. Um, I don't know who has that ultimate say, and I'm sure they were, you know, just trying to ride the wave of, of, um, of of Obi Wan Kenobi because it was hot and it was coming out at the right time. But just like the I, the Rancor was a, a huge missed opportunity. I look at that as being worse than the Reva lightsaber because you were trying to put out a six inch Rancor with terrible stretch goals if the stretch goals had even remotely been decent i think it would have because remember right at the end there it was going up and up and up and up and it almost made it it fell short by like a couple hundred i believe um but if 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 you to put even decent stretch goals out there i think it would have been fine instead of a cardboard backdrop in plastic bones and fossils and skeletons or whatever they were trying to do like no gamorian guard no Ula, um, you know, no Rancor Keeper, which people have been clamoring for for I don't even know how long. They want Malakili so bad, but they haven't gotten him. Um, I, I don't understand. Or even Boba Fett. Like, if you knew that was a thing and it was going to be in Book of Boba Fett, even though they're two different Rancors, I totally understand. Um, stick a Boba Fett in there or something. Have him ride the Rancor. Like... That would have made way more sense than what they were trying to do. So, I don't know. Yeah, we just totally went on a rant and a tangent. There. <laughs> okay. um, and I, I, yeah, I think they, they were thinking with the Reva lightsaber, they were going to like duplicate the Ghostbusters proton pack, but that thing is freaking cool. I don't know if you've, you've looked at, in depth at that, but yeah. it, is, it is awesome. Um, it is awesome. Um, but yeah, those are the only two things not funded. Um, everything else has been funded. That's crazy. Um, even, but like, I think Galactus had lights on it. Um, the GI Joe sky striker got funded cause it's a big old F 14 Tomcat. Um, the ghostbusters proton pack got funded. Sail Barge got funded, uh, Razor Crest got funded, and neither of those two vehicles had lights or sounds, even though I feel they probably should have. 
Um, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hasbro, get your Star Wars stuff in line. I'm still waiting on some Rebels, Rebels stuff. Rebels Vintage Collection. I would like that a lot. Same. Anyway. All right. Huh? <laughs> I said same. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, how do you, how do you finish that? Just, it's like depressing. Like, uh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, um, yeah, we just thought we'd, uh, we'd get together, we'd shoot from the hip, um, and, uh, and talk about some things that were going on in the Star Wars world. We do have, um, as I just mentioned, we got Brotherhood, we got a review. Um, really, really, I, I enjoyed that book a lot. I'm going to dive into Shadows of the Sith now. Um, and then, uh, hopefully here in the next month or two, we get some High Republic stuff coming back out because I am, uh, Jones in for some High Republic, uh, if you will. So, um, anyway, anything else you want to add before we, uh, wrap this up and get out of here? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm also excited for Kevin Scott to kill more characters I love. Woohoo! Go Kevin. Kill people. Woohoo! <laughs> in books. In books. Yeah. Only. In books. Oh, please. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this up here. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. All right, well, that was like Shoot from the Hip, Volume 12, uh, if you will. I don't even know. We've done a couple of those. Uh, we do like to do those <laughs> from time to time. We haven't done that many. I, we, we haven't, we, I, I think it's like three. But uh, we do get together, throw one, of them, throw one of them out there every once in a while just to kind of touch base, talk some Star Wars, because it's, it's good for you. You know, it's, uh, it's therapy. It's relaxing. Even though, Even the bad stuff. Still, I would much rather talk about Star Wars, so... Um, anyway, you can uh, check out any one of our previous episodes uh, anywhere you find podcasts. Um, you can find us anywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Outer Rim Beacon. You can email us, OuterRimBeacon at gmail.com. Um, if you want to check out the live streams and kind of like do some prep work for what, what we might have coming up this fall, go check them out. Those are available on YouTube. Uh, my name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Where are they going to find you at, Josh? This is Josh, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. That you were about to say. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bub. <laughs> Bottle full of bub. <laughs> no. <sighs> anyway, I uh, hope everybody has a great week, even better weekend. Uh, get out there, do something Star Warsy, and may the force be with you. Always. Always. My apprentice. I was like Cobra Commander and Emperor makes the killer. Hey guys, this is Ochi of Bastoon. <laughs> uh, man, I, I don't know about this book now. <sighs> anyway, take care, y'all. <laughs>